Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning into this podcast during this season of Lent. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details of how to do so in the accompanying text. And now, may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. Jesus said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. be with you. A very warm welcome to St Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this the fourth Sunday of Lent which is also Mothering Sunday. It's wonderful that you can join us online for this service. We begin now with an opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, 
to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The sacrifice of God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart God will not despise. Let us come to the Lord who is full of compassion and acknowledge our transgressions in penitence and faith. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen.
Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God of compassion, whose Son, Jesus Christ, the child of Mary, shared the life of a home in Nazareth, and on the cross drew the whole human family to himself. Strengthen us in our daily living, that in joy and in sorrow we may know the power of your presence to bind together and to heal. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. Now a man from the house of Levi went and took to wife a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could hide him no longer, she took for him a basket made of bulrushes and daubed it with bitumen and pitch. And she put the child in it and placed it among the reeds at the river's brink. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river and her maidens walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to fetch it. When she opened it, she saw the child, and lo, the babe was crying. She took pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the girl went and called the child's mother, and Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, and the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she named him Moses, for she said, Because I drew him out of the water. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the letter to the Colossians. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, lowliness, meekness and patience, forbearing one another and, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing near, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. This is the Gospel of the Lord. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm sure that many of us have felt haunted by recent images of emotional goodbyes as mothers flee the conflict in Ukraine with their children. It's easy in these days to become very tied up with the continual round of news. I expect that the point at which this becomes unhelpful is when it leaves us feeling hopeless. Sarah Sands, former editor of the Evening Standard and the Today programme, has reflected on this in a discussion of her book, Interior Silence, Ten Lessons from Monastic Life. She refers to conversations with those in religious life, realising that news reports are always at the surface of things. The spiritual life is not an escape to a more comfortable world, but rather the discipline of seeking to maintain connection with what lies beneath, because all the world's troubles and joys come from the same sources. There's a natural bias in news, of course, towards negative stories, but even in the most difficult situations, there are positive signs. Last week, I caught an interview on the Radio 4 Today programme, which I found particularly heartening. It was with Mandy Arnold, a mother of three from Telford, who had registered to offer accommodation to Ukrainian refugees. It was hugely impressive and also, coincidentally, very relevant to the themes of Mother's Day. In a broad Scottish accent, Mandy explained how she lives in Shropshire with her partner John and their children aged nine, three and one. She noted that theirs is a busy family. There's always something going on in the house and she looks forward to welcoming someone to enjoy that family environment. This will teach my children how to appreciate another human, she said. And not even so much a stranger because when I bring someone into my home, 
they're going to be a stranger for the first minute. And then they'll be welcomed and part of the family. I'm aware, she said, that it's not going to be all fun and roses, particularly given what they have been through. They've been traumatised, and the trauma, they're going to bring that here. We just need to be patient and help them through and let them know that we are a place of safety. I just think that's an amazing experience for me to be able to give back to someone else and for my kids to be able to give back to someone and for someone to just take away some of the love that we've got. For most people, Mother's Day is a purely secular event, the commercialised manifestation of older church traditions. In this country, the observance originated in the Middle Ages, when children who had left their families to work in domestic service were allowed to go to their home or mother church. The journey home morphed into a spring occasion for families to reunite, which eventually adopted the custom of children picking flowers on the way home as a gift to their mothers. It was also a day when the fasting rules of Lent were relaxed, earning the day the name of Refreshment Sunday, or even Simnel Sunday after the cakes traditionally baked on the day. Regardless, it's a day with much to commend it. There are other days in the calendar, like International Women's Day, that prompt more critical reflection on and response to women's treatment in society. Today tends to be more celebratory in tone, recognising our mothers, our birth mothers and the women that have nurtured us. A useful prompt to give thanks or to remember those past. Mandy Arnold, I'm sure, is more than due a day of pampering, and I very much hope that's the case. But her words point also to something deeper, and which strongly resonate with our Gospel reading. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his own home. Note that Jesus speaks at the precise moment that the suffocating nature of the crucifixion weighs on his body. Perhaps the brief nature of Jesus's sentences even reflect this. These are words that are necessarily snatched. The weight of the body pulling down on the arms makes breathing extremely difficult, forcing Jesus into an almost continual state of inhalation. He struggles for the last things he wants to say, the things that are too important to leave unsaid before he dies. Sally Hitchener from St Martin 
in the fields reflects that surely this is every woman's worst nightmare. Standing helpless to intervene as your firstborn is dying in agony. The connection of someone you have carried in your body, carried in your heart, now experiencing everything Jesus is experiencing must be almost too much to bear. But she has refused to leave him and Jesus is present to her. He sees her, he acknowledges her, he listens. This doesn't take away the pain, of course, but the sharing of pain helps us realize we are not alone. Even in his moment of deepest agony, Jesus reaches out to stay connected to Mary. Mary finds that Jesus is with her, and then she finds that there are others with her too. A seemingly random collection of friends and family. Perhaps not people she would have chosen, but often in times of crisis this is the case. Jesus turns to her and says, Woman, here is your son, indicating not to himself but to John, the beloved disciple. And he turns to the disciple and says, Behold, your mother. What Jesus does with this conversation with his mother and John, at the turning point of all history, starts something fundamentally new. It's not a rejection of family, but it is a reimagining of it, one that is inclusive, not limited to blood relation. This is more than a kind provision for his, his broken-hearted mother and friend. Jesus here is starting something that reimagines what family is all about. Mandy Arnold's words reflected that same spirit. When I bring someone into my home, they're going to be a stranger for the first minute. Then they'll be welcomed and part of the family. While most of the disciples had scattered like a mother hen, Jesus gathers those he loves together under his wings. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, 
he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. In the power of the Spirit, let us pray together this Mothering Sunday. Loving Father, we pray for our mums and everyone who cares for us. We give thanks for them looking after us when we are poorly, for playing with us and praying with us, for comforting us when we are upset and for always encouraging us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray today for our Mother Church, St Brides, and for Alison, the church family and our Sunday Club leaders. Thank you for helping us to learn more about you and the teachings of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. This Mothering Sunday, we pray especially for those who are hurting or alone and ask that you comfort and care for them and let them know that we love we remember that with families who have been separated by war and conflict and with children who are frightened, especially in Ukraine. Where families are torn apart by war as we are under the eye for peace and that parents, grandparents and grandchildren, aunties, uncles, brothers, sisters and cousins will be safe and be able to be together soon. We give thanks also for those journalists putting their lives at risk so that we can know the truth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, we pray that we will follow the example of your son, Jesus Christ, and help find ways to feed the poor and hungry, provide shelter for refugees and the homeless, and look after the sick. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Remembering that you are all, that you will always take us remembering that you are always with us, we take a moment in silence to pray for those known to us. Lord in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God. As we celebrate Mothering Sunday, we are reminded that we are all your children. We thank you for your love. Help us to take your love into the world so that others may also rejoice and be part of your family. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your, of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever.
Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
we do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen.
Let us pray. Loving God, as a mother feeds her children at the breast, you feed us in this sacrament with the food and drink of eternal life. Help us who have tasted your goodness to grow in grace within the household of faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. to grow in holiness, to deny yourselves, take up your cross and follow him. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.